Hey friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action on the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September, and after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. Hey friend, it's Lissa. I'm so glad you're tuning in to another episode of Repurposed After 40 where we help women like you to do less and live more to design a life that's on purpose. So what's a girl to do to push pause in midlife, to get out of your head and into your heart so you can relaunch yourself? That's what we're going to rethink on this episode. But first, if you're a recovering to-do list girl like me, I want to offer you a gift. It's my new simplified morning plan. It's a simple way to start your day and focus on what matters most so you can do less and live more sound better than feeling busy, hurried, and scattered day in and day out? I thought so. Let's simplify your day to live on purpose. Grab your morning plan at lissafiggins.com forward slash AM or click the link in the show notes. And that's not all. Be watching your inbox for a bonus gift I have for you. Now, let's rethink the relaunching yourself. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to an amazing guest who is going to help us end this season of our podcast. This is Hillary DeCesar. She's an award-winning entrepreneur, a transformational neuro coach, the CEO of the Relaunch Company, a featured speaker, and a relentless philanthropist. And what I love about Hillary is that she has made her commitment to help women uh, to fire up the possibilities in midlife and turn a time that oftentimes can be, oh, kind of the doldrums into one of focus, clarity, and alignment to really create a purposed lifestyle and a life that you love. And what's even more interesting is that Hillary has faced many setbacks herself, which is why she's able to talk with us today about her process to go from being stuck to soaring and combine the head, the heart, and the higher self. So Hillary, thank you so much for being here today. Let's start off with a little bit of that story so we can catch up to speed about how you got from where you were to helping women in this way now. Lissa, thank you. I love being here with you. I know you and I have been uh, kind of hanging out as friends here for a while now, and I'm, I'm 
loving the fact that you're giving me an opportunity to share some of the stories to allow people to do less, live more. And so let's, let's end this on a bang as everyone's going off into summer or thinking about, you know, the next big relaunch that probably a majority of the listeners are going through right now because we've got global relaunches happening. We've got, you know, with the, with the pandemic, we've got the war that's happening. We've got all of these fears around financial situations here on our own home front. And then you've got corporate and business and entrepreneur type of relaunches that are happening. And the idea that the great resignation, people are trying to figure out what's next for them in the career. And then you've got your individual and that can really cross over into so many different areas of your life, the personal, the um, relationship when it has to do with a spouse, kids, um, family members, and there's just so much happening. And you mentioned the 3HQ. I um, have been I've been working in the corporate world for over 10 years. I've had um, a lot of my own businesses. I've helped coach entrepreneurs and executives for over 20 years while I was doing everything else, right? Because women, as women, you know, who wants to do just one thing? And (laughs) and so I sit here and I think, you know, the story behind what, you know, why am I really doing what I'm doing? It, it's it's a longer journey, but to net it out, it's that, you know, when you start to think about where are you in your life, are you halfway through your life? Are you a two thirds done? Are you where, where is it? Well, I had to come to the realization a couple of years ago when my mom um, passed away from cancer and within a couple of months, all of a sudden we were in lockdown and I and I didn't have the luxury of having the eat, pray, love moment. I didn't have the wild journey out. I had to deal and process this in, you know, a very small space, an apartment in San Francisco. And my way of doing that was literally around thinking about my mom's journey, my own identity, and my own identity was one that I was going to live into my hundreds because my grandma did, my great-grandmother did. I mean, my the women in my family have longevity. And then my mom dying so quickly, it rocked my world. Wow. And so, yeah, that's when I realized that, you know what? There's so much coming at us. And how do we how do we move forward? How do we get through these transitions that can quite truthfully, you know, take us down to our knees. And you, you, you always talk about, you know, the faith and I was, I was living in fear. It it brought up so many different things for me that I was just like, oh my God, this is not what I was thinking my life would be. I thought my mom would be around for 30 plus more years and now she's gone. So I'm sure, Alyssa, you can probably think in your own life about relaunches that have been happening to you as well. Oh, my goodness, for sure. I I know one of mine was, you know, a health scare. It didn't end up being what they thought it was after having surgery, but that was my first wake up call. Um, And then, you know, I find you have those what I call milestone moments, right, where something happens in your life, like a diagnosis, like for in your case, the death of a family member, uh, sometimes it's a birthday, you know, for me, turning 40 was a big deal. And I just remember looking in the mirror and going, 
what just happened and who am I and where am I going? And where did all the time go? And, you know, um, but you, yeah, you know, and you brought up some other ones that are more uh, current ones that a lot of us have been facing. I think we have these moments that just cause us to stop, right? And, and to rethink where we are and who we are and where we want to go from there. So let's talk a little bit about that because my audience is, you know, is that woman who's after 40 or she will be one day. So for those of you who are in your 30s, I give you kudos for listening and thinking about these things ahead of midlife. Um, but you know, those milestone moments, right. When, the, when they come, uh, we have a couple of choices. We can bury our head in the sand and, you know, ignore them. We can, uh, let them cause us to rise and move beyond, or we can let them paralyze us. And there's probably other, you know, different options in the middle there as well. What do you feel like, you know, specifically from a women's point of view, um, you know, what, what is typically going to make a difference in how someone responds to, you know, something like what you went through um, or something that's happening around us right now in this, in this stage of life of midlife. Mm. And when you think about midlife, here's the thing. The average age that a woman is now living is just around 80. So you start to think about, oh my God, midlife, you know, can be really anywhere in your thirties to, you know, anywhere in your fifties. It's crazy what's happened around, you know, this, this window. And here's the greatest part is that it also gives us this opportunity to own the next part of what we're, you know, the next chapter of our life, the next, like the impact. And one of the things I always talk about is we're not in this world right now of a new normal. I I just, that is so far removed from what we're all going through. It's a new different, right? It's a new different. And we need to be willing to say, okay, if it is different, and I can't keep going back to what, you know, was tried and true in the past. And quite truthfully, how many of us really want to do that? Exactly. It is this blank slate. And one of the companies that I've had in the past was a consulting firm and it was called White Space Inc., I-N-K. Mm-hmm. And I would go into companies and I'd say, okay, write everything that you have been doing in your business on this whiteboard. Let's flush it out. And they do all this hard work. And then I say, all right. Now erase it. And where do you want to go from here? Because this is your relaunch. This is when it really matters. Take the positives, take the things that have really mattered that have impacted you. And now let's look at where this is going. And so I'd love to be able to just share how people can really process this because sometimes you're like, ah, how do I even start? And, you know, what's the best way? And if you think about the 60s, 70s, and 80s, it was all around IQ, your intelligence level, your intelligence quotient. How smart are you? How you know much can you do with problem-solving equations in your life, in business? And then in the 90s, it became EQ. And that was all around emotional quotient and how you know connected are you with others out there? And they're very much siloed. And today, it's not about... How smart are you? How you know empathetic are you? It's about a concept that you mentioned, the three HQ, and it's a concept that's come out of like literally twenty plus years of coaching. And it's can you get an identity for the future? That's the head. So it's get out of the head into the heart, mm-hmm. tap into your highest 
version of you, your higher self. And so getting out of your head, understanding as I did, as my new identity and the, and the slate is clean, that whiteboard, it's clean. It's like empty. You have the choice right now. And then tapping into understanding that we all have versions of our own traumas, our own tribulations, our own things that have held us back. We have those versions. We have our stories. And it's now about not looking at somebody else's like, and I I have a podcast called the, the relaunch podcast. And I talk about silver linings. I talk about relaunches and it's interesting people that have had the most horrific experiencing experiences that they have had to get through and being able to say, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel and 100% of the people I've interviewed. And I think I've interviewed about 150 now, not one person has said I would go back and change it. And that's where you have to be operating from. Yeah, Alyssa, this is like big. If we can realize that you're being given this, like whatever it is. And again, I've had people that have experienced, you know, well, my first grade teacher said this and I've never forgotten it. Or somebody that's had these horrible, horrible traumatic events. And there is no scale of trauma when it has to do with you. Your trauma is your trauma. And you can't compare it to somebody else's. Well, I haven't really had that happen, but I had this. And that's what people have to realize. So in that heart moment, it's about your understanding that there is this purpose-filled life that you are on the path to try to reach. And then when you talk about higher self, this is... There's this misnomer out there of like, you know, it's got to be this like whole religious experience. And there are 8,000 to 12,000 different ways that you can talk about God. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't really, it's not, it's not necessarily labeling it that it's what's bigger than you. What is that higher level? What is that universal? Like when you have intuition hit you, is it a knowing that's in your head? Is it a feeling that's in your body somewhere, that heart, or is it a sense that is connected? You're like, I don't know. I don't know what that is, but it just shot all the way down my back, all the way down my body. I got tingles. I got all this stuff. And that's when, when you can really start to realize that the three working in synergy, the three help you. I often get asked, cause I talk about, you know, becoming a manifestation magnet to everything you want. And people are like, uh, is that really for real? And I'll say, there are steps to increasing your intuition. There are ways to tap into it. We just have had so much noise in this world that we hear things, but we're not listening. And once you can start to really realize that your, to, your intuition is there to help you bring in the things that you want with your family, with your finances, with your friends, with all of, you know, with the fun in your life, with all these areas, that's where it all of a sudden is like, why am I not using this incredible tool that you've been given? Why am I not tapping into the universal laws that are out there? It's like, why wouldn't you, if they are there to help you? And I often say, you know, who knew woo could be so good for you? Who knew woo could be so good for you? Because I come from, I come from corporate. I come from like Oracle high tech. And let me tell you what the things that I now talk about, the things that I'm bringing attention to 
you would have been laughed out of the building if I had said this years ago. And now I'm like, I'm standing up on the podium and I'm like my, you know, my big old megaphone saying, we're missing out. We've got to be thinking about these things because if you really are trying to create a lifestyle of success, this like best next version of you, leverage what is right there in front of you. I love that. And I love the whole concept that you shared a few minutes ago about clearing out the space and, and erasing and, and having a blank slate. And then you just were talking, you mentioned the word there being so much noise. And it seems to me that we just live in a very noisy world, right? Not just auditory noise, but so much stuff is always coming at us, right? And our homes are filled with all this stuff and our our screens are bringing in all this stuff and our schedules are filled with all this stuff. And of course, our self-talk is, you know, is always on the go and people's expectations and all these things that tend to clutter up our lives. And then we can't even hear those, those voices, the intuition, the you know, paying attention to the things that we really want to invest in because there's so much else that's cluttering up the way. And that's why I love this idea of like, take that eraser and erase it and just start with that fresh slate and ask what, if if I had a fresh slate right here, what would I want things to look like? Where would I want to go? What would I want to do and start creating and designing, right? Is that what I hear you saying? Oh, absolutely. And here's the best part is that don't create it from false expectations, from different voices in your head that could be your mom, your dad, your family, your friends. It's like, this is your opportunity. And I often say the world right now is all about being as, you know, be visible, be out there, get in front, you know, get in front of your clients and your customers and that's all well and good. But if you're not ready, if you haven't done the work to be invisible first, like really tap into 3HQ, that's when you can live individually that lifestyle of success of the 3HQ lifestyle, but then you can start to take it into your business. Then you can become visible because you've done that invisible, like that, that whole pathway to you know, this, who am I, right? There's always the identity of like, I am, I am start to really think about like, I am, what do you want to follow that statement up with? Not what you think you are right this second, but in the future. And it's such a great way to start. And that's why I love using that, you know, the whiteboard, it's like, stop with the, you know, things that we don't like that truly are holding us back. There's a there's, you know, we hear this all the time from a lot of the gurus out there and they're like, love your life, love your job, love, 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 love everything. And it's like, I know for me, I, I didn't even like myself and I went through a divorce and I had melanoma and I had three kids under the age of seven that I'm like, oh my God, what am I like, what am I doing? My business at that time, I had just launched yet another business. I was traveling for it, raising you know, tons of money. And I was always on the road. And I was like, I felt lousy as a mom. I felt lousy as, you know, the owner of this company. I felt lousy that I hadn't seen my friend. I mean, I was like, not in a place to love anything. And I think that I realized that let's start with just liking 
myself. Let's just start there. Let's like not go anywhere else. Just instead of trying to go from, I really don't like myself. I hate myself, self-sabotage to love. I'm just going to start with like. And so that's where I think that this understanding um, 3HQ and understanding about the head starts to matter so much that if you can't get out of your own head, if you are, you know, continually bringing up these, you know, the negative thoughts, which your thoughts are like the one thing that you really do have control over. It is the one thing by being, and and you mentioned at the beginning, I've been studying this for psychology. I was a psychology major in school and it just kept me interested. And I have been studying uh, neuroscience for 10 years. And there is this point where you have control of your thoughts. And so if you can just for one day, think about where are you allowing your thoughts to take you? And for some, it's like, we're just automatically, it's like automatic. It's negative, negative, negative. And here's the greatest part that makes sense because we are biologically programmed. Our hard drive is around our thoughts being negative and they've come out with some new research and 6,000 thoughts a day we have not 60 to 80,000, like they used to say, but 6,000, which is still a lot. And 85% of them are negative because we're hardwired that way. But this is the greatest part. You can take it now and say, all right, I am going to not allow for that negative thought to own my world, to own my ways, to own everything. And each day, take back a small percentage each day. And as you start to do that, you will notice that it will drive what is on the visible side of your life. It's scientifically proven. It's not just, you know, me saying this, it's like, this is the, this is why I say it's so great to tap into universal laws because when you understand I'm, I'm logic-based and I've become more of that creative base, allowing myself to, you know, lean more into it because I I've experienced the results I've experienced. Oh my God, this stuff really does work. Right. So I want people to really think today about what they can be, what, what can you do in terms of noticing it? And then, and then really thinking about the one or two things that light you up, that make you happy. And just think of that one thought as soon as you start to go down the path and that will change the entire energy level of yourself. It's amazing how it's something so little, right? And you think about uh, the compound effect, that one little thought, right? Compounded, you know, day in and day out, how that can get us so off the track where we wanted to go. And yet we can make the compound effect work in our favor as well, right? By doing what you're suggesting of, of taking those thoughts back captive. I remember being at a women's event many years ago, like over 15, 20 years ago. And I still vividly remember this, that she she said, whenever I have a thought that's not serving me, she literally would like reach her hand up and like she was grabbing it. She's like, I'm taking that thought captive. And she would like mm-hmm. literally throw it to the ground, like physically do that. And it was just that way of number one, being aware of it and acknowledging, you know, okay, that's there. And now I'm going to choose, what am I going to do with this thought? Am I going to hang on to this? Am I going to start, you know, attaching feeling and meaning to it? And then of course our feeling our feelings lead to actions, right? Which lead to our results. Or am I going to choose to reject this because it's not truth 
or it's not what's leading me towards my purpose and uh, God's plan for me and, you know, and just remove it from there. So, so I'm thinking of our listeners right now um, who are thinking, wow, this all sounds amazing. Uh, And yet they just feel like maybe they just feel like they're just stuck Uh, that maybe they are stuck in their head. Like you, you know, like you said, what would be maybe, you know, two, two or three things that you would say to that woman who says, okay, I want, I want to get unstuck, or I'd like to, you know, start moving forward a little bit faster towards, uh, towards this in my life. Mm, I think that, you know, probably the number one thing that we can do is I call those limiting beliefs, those things that do hold us back. And sometimes we don't even realize it. It's like, why am I stuck? What is, what is it in my life that isn't where I want it to be? That's the first question you need to say, like, where is it like internally within me? Is it my own relationship with myself? Is it a relationship with, uh, you know, a, a, a man or a woman? Is it a relationship with your kids? Is it your business? And start there. And when you look at that, it's like, and you look at it from the perspective of, we all have limiting beliefs. We all do. They start when we're young and a belief is created when a thought and an emotion are repeated over time. So you're not even in control of it, but it's there. And when you can start to say like, this part of my life isn't where I want it to be. Great. That's the best first start because now you're already moving forward. And I call those limiting beliefs bugs, beliefs under ground surfacing because they come up in the most inopportune time and they come up and they're like, why isn't this why isn't this working for me? Why do I have a really successful one month of business and then the next month fails or a quarter? Or why can I never keep people? Or, you know, why can't I have that, you know, company that I've always dreamed of? And there's bugs that you're not consciously aware of, but unconsciously, oh yeah, they're there. And until you really are willing to say, all right, I got bugs. I got it. I'm raising my hand. I've got bugs. And I love what you said about that woman that you heard, you know, literally like grab it and throw it to the ground. It's a very similar process that I do. You acknowledge it. And it's like, I call it hell in the hallway where we put all of the negative stuff behind doors. And my God, we do not want to open those doors. We just would, as women, we want to keep going, just put more stuff behind the door, but the bugs climb underneath. They come out of the keyhole. They they start to show their faces. And what we want to make sure we're doing is once you're like, oh my God, it's a bug. It's one of those bugs that Hillary is discussing. You know what? I'm not, I'm not good enough. I'm too old. I'm too young. I don't have enough experience. I don't have enough business cred. I don't have enough, you know, um, degrees or certifications. And we start to limit ourselves. That's the greatest first step because then I can say, congratulations, you're now about to relaunch yourself. And then what we always do as one of the very first step is once you identify that, we have a process called belief blaster. Because if you've got limiting beliefs, we got to blast them. And there's a whole process. And it would be the first step is this understanding that you're realizing. So, hey, If right now, today, the only thing you do is just realize that you've got limiting beliefs, congratulations, you've just done step number one. And then we take you through a process and 
It is through my work in this field. It is the only process that truly eliminates your limiting belief under a microscope. You can actually see the neural pathway break apart. You're not willpowering yourself to just like power through because that's exhausting. That's why we get stuck because you're like, oh, this is going to take, this is so hard and you don't know where to even start. So I have to say, um, and this is why I'm so excited. I, I mentioned it earlier. I have my book coming out, which is Relaunch, Spark Your Heart to Ignite Your Life. Water. And it talks all about the 3HQ. It talks all about the belief blaster. It talks about the bugs. It talks about all of this. And it walks you. It's not just like talking about it. It actually walks you through the step-by-step process. And you hear other people that have really struggled with their own limiting beliefs. And what I found with all of the beta readers is that they read it and they're like, oh my God, that's me. (laughs) And whether it's my story or other stories or, you know, other people in the business world or entrepreneurs, it's just, it's so interesting how we all have it. I've only, I've only met one woman ever who said, I don't have any limiting beliefs. And I said, that is incredible. But the people who work for you, the people who work for you, they have them. So we need to get our hands around this so that we can be better leaders. We can be more successful. We can scale our businesses. We can have those, those relationships that we all dream about, but we're like, why does it keep like, why do I keep going back to the same man, the same, this, the same, I'll tell you why it's your bugs. Right. Yes. And when I bring an exterminator into my home, I don't want to see those bugs again. And so I'm feeling the same way when I'm thinking (laughs) beliefs, right? Like I want them fumigated. I want them gone. I don't want them coming up uh, again and again, which is I think what so often happens and we just squash it. Right. And then think it's gone. And then, like you said, it comes up somewhere, somewhere else. So I love what you're doing. And I know, you know, women are resonating with this. And recently I heard a definition of self-awareness and it said self-awareness is the combination of knowledge of self and then putting that into action. Right. And that's exactly what it sounds like you're doing. You're helping people to be, be self-aware of, of who they are and where they are, and then start taking action towards, uh, towards making a a change and relaunching. So tell us a little bit more about where we can find your book as that's coming out and, you know, where we can connect with you for that listener who's listening and saying, wow, I'm, I'm like hungry for that for more. I want to hear more. Mm, So good. They can grab their phone and text five, five, four, four, four. You can text five, five, four, four, four. And just in the body of the text, write relaunch. And again, just 55444 text relaunch. And that will put you into hearing all about the book and where you can get it. And if you um, can't, you know, somehow international, I know that um, sometimes it doesn't work. You can just go straight to therelaunchco.com, therelaunchco.com. And you can also hear all about it. It's it, I know that um, when we launch, there's going to be, it's available on Amazon, it's available on Ingram, it's available in all these different locations, and you can get it as an ebook, and you can get it as a soft copy, hard copies coming out. So yeah, it's just an exciting, it's an exciting place to be. And, and here's one other last comment based on what you said. It's, it's like, 
you know, if I'm throwing out that the three HQ lifestyle has worked for thousands of people Mm. and you are no different than any of the other people, it's how you envision it. And what happens if you were to say today that three HQ will work for you and it will change your life. I mean, imagine the possibilities. And so you have the choice right now of your thoughts of, you know what, 3HQ is going to work for me, or you know what, it's not going to work for you. And, you know, I love that Ford said, you know, whatever, whichever way you think is, is what's going to happen. So I personally would lean into 3HQ will absolutely work for me. I, that's that's the outcome I'd much rather have as well. And so I can't wait to get my hands on this and for our listeners to get their hands on this and just to be able to continue on this process of growth and, you know, and, and taking this stage of life and just and saying what's better, right? And, and where am I going next? And I love this process of growth because we're never done regardless of, of what age we are. So thank you so much for sharing today. I, I really appreciate you and, and what you're putting out there and just your heart to, to serve others, specifically women, um, who, you know, by, because we have so many other people we're often taken care of, sometimes we neglect ourselves, right. And put ourselves in the back burner and then, then we're no good to anyone, including ourselves. So this tool is going to be super helpful and we will make sure to put the links, um, in the show notes as well, for those of you who are listening and not somewhere that you could um, be texting as we were talking. So I will make sure that that gets in there. And I will also, one, one of the ways that I, I love to think about relaunching is every morning I have a chance to relaunch myself. Right. And, and I do that by choosing to slow down how I start my day instead of just jumping into, you know, what social media says, what the news says, what, you know, everyone else, you know, is putting out there, but to really focus on where I am and where I'm going. And so I will drop the link also to my simplified morning plan, which is just a great way to just relaunch yourself each morning and think with intention and purpose about where you want to go. So I will drop that down there as well. So before we go, Hillary, um, this season, I've been asking my guests about the seven F's um, and and which one of the seven would make the biggest difference for you and that you want to put even more attention and intention into. So let me just give a quick review for our listeners who are just joining us and may not know what the seven F's are. So the seven F's are the seven key areas in your life. And we really want to make sure that we're creating balance um, by, by making sure there aren't certain ones that are neglected or not getting as much attention as they need um, or ought to have and, you know, and keeping things uh, in, in, a, in a balanced state so we can always be growing. So the seven F's are faith, family, friends, field of work, finances, fitness, which is mental or physical wellness, and fun. So Hillary, for you, which one of those seven F's comes up to the top that you want to put some extra attention and intention into and why? Oh, I love this so much. And I saw it. I'm like, oh, that's so good. And I would say right now, um, after two years of having a family trip to Africa delayed and it finally is happening, I have to say, I am so excited to have the kids and my husband heading off to Africa. So family. And then by the way, I mean, how fun will this be? (laughs) So it's kind of a double whammy there. So, so excited about that. And really just having that like quality time with my kids and my husband. I'm like, Oh, sounds so good. I just got chills about after all the work you've done to get this book launched. Um, I know that. And so that can fit under fitness too, because that physical mental wellness piece, 
uh, skidding away and, uh, and doing some other things other than just our work is so, so, um, so refueling, right? So good for us. So enjoy that trip. I know that'll be fantastic. And I know a lot of people are going to benefit from all the hard work that you've put in to putting this out into the world. So thank you so much for being here with us today. I really appreciate you. And to our listeners, I appreciate you. Lisa, as well. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your heart and your story and your wisdom. And to those of you who are listening, you know, take these nuggets and I encourage you share this with someone else. You know, don't just keep this to yourself, share it with a family member, a coworker, a friend, a neighbor, someone that you think would benefit from relaunching and, uh, and let's, let's help share this message out into the world. So thank you so much, Hillary. Thank you everyone for joining us today. And until next time, keep living out your purpose and creating the life that you love by design. Thanks so much for listening today. It means the world to me that we could spend this time together. While it's top of mind, be sure to hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Better yet, come join my free Simplified Life Club on Facebook. Together, we'll embark on the journey to a simpler life that's designed around what matters most and clears the clutter of all the things that are distracting you. You're going to love being part of a community of amazing women who want to live repurposed too. Just click the link in the show notes to learn more. And if you enjoyed this episode or think it would add value for others in this stage of life, please leave a review right here on this platform because that helps it get seen and heard by more women like you. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we talked about today or what you'd like us to talk about in the future. So send questions, comments, or suggestions in a message to Lissa Figgins on any social platform. And until next time, remember, doing less means living more.